Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Frank Matola, president of Brandtastic, Brandtastic1.com. Frank, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Let's uh, first of all, tell us, tell everybody what brand I can guess, but tell everybody what Brandtastic is. Well, a lot of people guess that we're just in branding. And that's where I started many years ago, cover the whole marketing picture for people. I love helping small businesses that are successful become even more successful. So there's a lot of things that go into the marketing picture, as you know, these days. And we specialize in a few, but we do them all and try to take the weight off the customer because they're they're always worried about more work coming in and just take care of that for them. Beautiful. So uh, let's go back in time a little bit because you've got a long history of experience. How did you get started? Well, I have to thank my dad because uh, he was actually a sign painter back in the old days when he used to paint it by hand. And I grew up with uh, that, and I started helping him when I was 12. So had a natural artistic talent, which I thank God for. But we were actually partners for 15 years in a sign business. Then I transitioned into more marketing and more branding, logo design. Then in 1997, I did my first website. About seven years later, started getting familiar with SEO and the need for that and just added different marketing, you know, disciplines to our picture to the point where our, you know, companies were trusting us to do more and more. Well, first website in 97, you were an early adopter. Congratulations on that. (laughs) Yeah, very. So who is an ideal client for Brandtastic now? Well, like I mentioned that that small business and I'm not talking small, really, I'm talking, uh, you know, 2 million to 50 million. That's kind of the numbers that our clients range because you have to have a decent budget in order to invest in what we offer, but you're going to get a tremendous return. So we love service-based companies. It's not limited to that, but uh, just imagine a company, well, for instance, the person I told you about earlier has a chimney service company up in Buffalo and they have probably 20 guys on on the road, they need to be busy every day. So you have to keep those leads coming in. The best way to do that is to use the internet because that's where everybody goes if they need something. So 
we want to position them so they're being found when somebody searches for something. So service companies, I think, is our niche. Service companies. And what are the biggest things they're struggling with that you're able to help them and achieve those great results for? Many of them try to do it themselves. And then my biggest customer actually ran his own AdWords for many years. And he just, he, they shouldn't be doing that. They should be having a professional do that so they can spend time doing what they do. And, you know, there's always fires to be put out. They don't need to worry about whether the work is coming in. So they're pretty happy when we take that off their plate. That makes a lot of sense. What are some, you meant you alluded to SEO and AdWords. Um, I know you've got a robust service offering. What do you feel that you are, that is your best secret weapon that you are, that you really shine at? Definitely has to be the SEO because it's such a, well, in fact, we just finished a presentation in our local area here just trying to educate business owners. People just don't know the facts and they've been told different things by different people. It becomes kind of just a mystery. It's And it's not magic. It's not uh, rocket science either. It's just a certain, I like to say you have to do all the right things in the right order and do them completely and consistently. And that's the only way you're gonna get results. So there's so many things that go into it. I'm sure you're educated on this. You know, the customer, when I start telling them about it, I just try to hit the more about the results, you know, showing the results we can get because they're going to start getting glazed over eyes if I try to tell them all that we know about SEO. But it, it comes down to content primarily. So you can't rank number one with a five-page website. That's for sure. And the entire website needs to be built in a certain way in order to please Google. They do change things a bit. I'd love to talk about some of the recent things. But um, overall, since I started doing this, it's always been content. And it's now we've got these AI generators going to do that job for us, right? Well, no, because the content needs to tell the customer's story. It needs to convince the user that's looking at it, that they are the best solution and why they are, you know, what's their story, what's their history. And so content, there's other things, of course. Local, if I can go on, local Please. search is going to generate most of your work, especially if you're in a, a service business. So if you're on a phone and you're searching for a, uh, whatever, a plumber, you know, you're going to get the local results first. Many people are going to just click on that to call. They're not even going to go to the website. They need somebody. But in order to show up there, there's a lot that has to be done. You're not going to show up there typically unless you do all the other things, have a good website, uh, do all the things that support local search. Local search not talking about the, the newer uh, local service ads, but local search organic is changed in one big way. So if I'm in Buffalo, that's fine. If I'm in the city limits, I'll do well there. But if somebody was out in um, Webster, is that a town? It is a town. So if you're outside the city limits, you want to have 
you want to address that in your content. You have to let Google know you work there. So we do town pages. I don't want to give away too many secrets, sure. but we also do town sections as well. So if like I have a customer in Atlanta and he wants to rank in Marietta, which is um, almost an hour away, that's not going to happen unless he does something different. So we build a town section that talks about that town, talks about the services they offer there. And that is supported by a new satellite location. That's what it's come down to is that businesses that want to spread their influence outside of their major market area need to set up other areas of influence by having an address, having a separate phone number, having a section on the website. And Google has rules about that. Now, many people have skirted the rules for years and years. They've gotten a virtual office or a PO box even. Those things are not gonna work anymore. You need a physical location, but if it's you know, worth a few hundred dollars a month to get a place where you can open a door and say, this is my location here, that's gonna work with Google and it's gonna deliver you a whole new market of business. You alluded to the ever-changing Google algorithm. Can you talk about some of the recent changes? Well, most of the changes are, are due to the people trying to spam or game the system. So Google's trying to always deliver the best result possible, and they try to eliminate those things. They keep on coming up, though. So if somebody was to put a, a website together and do all sorts of backlinks to it, for instance, from uh, other sites that will give it strength or other schemes that can, they're called black hat techniques. And I wear a white hat, I don't have it on right now. We try to do everything pretty much by the book. I'm still trying to beat Google, but most of the things have been to combat link spam, and now it's to combat the local listings. And, and a lot of people get, oh, there's a new algorithm. There's a penguin or a hummingbird or, you know, those things, they do change things a little bit. But I really have to be honest, things haven't changed a whole lot. Still comes down to building a good site, building it right, having the right markup on the SEO, which are the meta tags on the site, having some good links to, to the site and you're going to do well. So the changes are kind of a little bit over emphasized. As long as you do things legitimately, you're going to do fine. The biggest change is the local, because I've had some clients that Google has just suspended the listing because you went in there and changed the phone number. And then you have to go and prove it's like guilty until proven innocent. So it's they're cracking down on the local listing spam. That's the biggest thing that's happening now. With all, it seems like every month, if not more often, there's a new social network. There's a new app <laughs> that, that that everybody jumps to. How do yeah. you stay on top of all of the trends in the marketing world? Well, again, even though there's new things, there may be not the best things for our businesses. My clients are not going to get any new, new customers by um, having ads on uh, the latest trend, you know, so... We stick with the main ones. We stick with Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. And 
the other ones that that are coming up they're good they're entertaining you know you can spend hours looking at videos on some of them youtube of course is not a social network but it's a great uh, lead generator so my business has turned into more <clears throat> about lead generation so actually I, I would like people to go to the, the website um increaseleads.com and that'll lead to a page on brandtastic's website that will give you an opportunity to uh, get some information from us about your company for free, how you're doing, in other words. That, that is good. A audit would be a wonderful asset. So your passion is obvious. What do you like best <laughs> about what you're doing? I really love seeing people do better in business. I love being in business. And when somebody tells me, you know, their revenues have doubled, I mean, that that is uh wonderful that makes me feel great and and the good thing is is if you keep with it you can keep going year after year so we've had clients for over 10 years and if you look at their google analytics you'll see that it continues to increase so i'm not gonna set it and let it as they say i'm always gonna try to think of well how do we address what's changing in the market how do we uh, do better what are new markets we can add uh, new products so we're active so we don't have a set fee where we just say okay this is what we're going to do and then we're done we're going to have a monthly fee that covers everything you need that makes a lot of sense we know your time's incredibly valuable uh we greatly appreciate you spending some with us this has been Seth Green with Frank Matola from increaseleads.com. Uh, Frank, anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Well, you just got to let somebody else handle it for you. You got to find a company you can trust that has a track record. Doesn't have to be us, obviously. There's plenty of them out there, but there's also plenty of people that are willing to take your money and do very little. And it's sad because, for instance, on Google Ads, we've logged into some accounts and people have not, you know, set up conversions that are um, visiting a page. Well, a conversion is not just visiting a page. A conversion to us is picking up the phone and calling, filling out a contact form or buying a product. So just be careful, but I would encourage people to hire a professional to handle the marketing that they need done and do what they do best instead of trying to do it themselves. Amen to that. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for watching or listening. Check out Frank Matola at increaseleads.com. Frank, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC.
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.